You do not have daddy issues. You have issues with your dad. Welcome back to yet again another episode of Finding Your Mind. I'm your host, Chris Marie, and on today's episode, wow, we're talking about my issues with my dad. No, I do not have fucking daddy issues. And whoever came up with the term, which I googled, and it it, it doesn't exist, by the way. No one made it up. It just one day, some fucking Chad in the frat house decided to call a girl that slept with people having issues with her dad. Daddy issues. Fuck off, Chad. All right? Because us people that are actually dealing with this, that are going through the motions, trying to figure out that people like you, Chad, are fucking douchebags and mistreat us. But we didn't know because we have issues with our dad. We Our dads weren't there to tell us, hey, listen, dad's a douchebag. Don't. Don't even hang out with them, you know? We didn't have that. Okay, Chad? So, at the end of the day, we have a lot to deal with. So, you don't get to categorize us as daddy issues. I don't give a shit. All right? Sorry. I'm very passionate about that. I hate when people use that term. But it is what it is. Society's like, you know what? Well, it just makes sense, you know? Like, <laughs> you have issues with your dad, so you're seeking love from anything you can get, you know? I'm like, bro, <laughs> no, that's not it at all, Henny. That's not how this works. That's not how our mental space works. We're just um, trying to figure out what love really is. So that being said, hi, welcome to part one of Daddy Issues. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've tried to record this episode God knows how many times because I can't just put it in one episode. So I have to break it up. All right. So I, I deleted eight episodes of daddy issues because I was like, this ain't it. This is not what I wanted to say. This isn't how I want to say it. So here we are. Here we are today. We're going to talk about my past with it and where it stemmed from. And then in later episodes, we'll talk about like deeper issues, what it's caused, what I've noticed and how I figured out how to get over it. You know what I mean? So Let's start from when I was born. I was born in the hospital, as one normally is. Um, I wasn't poor in, you know, the traditional way. I wasn't, you know, thrown out of my mom's cooch. I was uh, pulled out of my mom's tummy as a C-section. I was pulled out dead, yo. I know, this is getting really weird. Um, But I was pulled out dead. My lungs were collapsed. I was blue in the face, everybody. And I told this world, as a small child, I said, listen, I'm not leaving. Nope. So then I came back to life, you know, I was like, hello world, I'm here to conquer shit. Don't know what it is yet, but I'm here. So it started there. (laughs) It started there when my dad and his side of the family convinced themselves that I was not my father's kid. Okay, that's so sad. My mom had um, another child, my sister, with another guy. So, you know, my mom, you know, hopped a little, uh, hopped around like a little bunny, but that's okay. All right, that, that's not my issues, it's hers. Um, so she was dating my father, apparently. I, but, you know, that's what they said. Um, they were dating and, you know, a kid popped up. It wasn't planned. I'm never planned. Like, come on. Pfft. Miracles are not planned, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, it wasn't a planned accident. So, uh, <laughs> so here I am. Um, and he denied it. He never signed the, uh, birth certificate. I didn't know that until about like 10 years old, but when I was six, so from, from that point on to when I was six, I was convinced the guy that was in my life, my mom's husband at the time was my father. I didn't know of anything else. I didn't even know another person existed at this point. They kept it in the dark for so long. So I thought, okay, this is my dad. So from one to six, I got really close to this guy, right? This, this man, this father of mine, um, 
got super close. And then when I turned like, I think it was like six or seven, I think I was told to, um, answer a door, uh, because someone was knocking at the door. I'm trying to make this as short as possible. So if it sounds very choppy, it is. Um, I was told to answer this door and I answered this door and this bald white man is at this door, uh, at this door of mine. And my mom tells me to go hug this guy. And I'm like, why would I hug a stranger? That's stranger danger. Um, but <laughs> she goes, yeah, go hug him. It's your dad. And I looked at her. I was like, what the fuck? Of course I didn't say that. I didn't cuss until I was 18, but you know what I mean? I thought it. Oh, did I think it? I'm like, what the fuck? What? Huh? I'm so confused right now. What do you mean? And this guy comes in. Hi, I'm your dad. I'm like, the fuck you? What the hell? And I'm sitting there like, of course, six years old, like seven. I don't know. uh, About to cry. Of confusion. I'm so fucking confused right now. And uh, he comes in. He sits down. We chit chat. I don't say shit. He goes, I'm your dad. Oh my God, you're grown up. You've, Hi, blah, blah, blah. You know, the bullshit, the bullshit, okay? I didn't really, I can't vividly remember this moment because I didn't care about it. It was one of those things where I'm like, this is not even real. This doesn't make sense. So then that point on, I looked at my father figure. I thought, you know, the guy that was my dad for so long, I looked at him and I was so angry. I was such an angry child at that point because I was so confused. Why would you lie to me? Why would you? But I didn't know what lying really was, but I just had that feeling. I had that feeling of like hatred towards people. I just did. At that point, I was like, oh my God. But then I got over that. Okay. I got over that and I said, okay, well, he is in my life, but he was an abusive human. Okay. So that dad that I thought was my dad for so long was abusive. He was an alcoholic. So was my mom. My mom was an alcoholic too. I'm not not hyping up anybody here, but I'm just saying they are both alcoholics in their late twenties and, you know, very abusive, very argumentative, yelling, going to the bars constantly. Um, so, you know, I already started to, to distance myself from this guy. I didn't, I didn't look at him the same. I didn't feel the same. I just didn't care. I was to myself. I was scared. I was just like this little scared girl that didn't know what was going on. And um, so, you know, time passed. I'm fast forwarding this. Time passed. um, Years. I think I was like, what, 10, 12, 13. I can't even remember. Um, And my, my actual father decided he wanted to come into my life again and try and have this relationship but he was he was dating somebody and I I don't remember her name all I remember is I think she had red hair and that's all I remember and um she came in and I guess she tried to convince him you should have a relationship with your daughter that's very important in your life blah blah you know some bullshit like that I don't know what went down but anyway they decided oh my god you're right you know so they called up my mom they said hey we would really like to take her out go get food go shop and do whatever it needs to be you know spend some time with her it was never me and my dad by the way it was me and his girlfriend at the time it was just it was weird it was very weird situation so I'm like okay I, is this trying? Like, I was like, oh yeah, sure. I was so fucking nervous. I was scared. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Mom, why'd you set this up? Right. But I went and, you know, they took me shopping. They're like, oh, you need this and this. And I'm like, hold on. Where'd you guys get money to begin with? Don't want to know. Don't want to (laughs) know. Second off, um, it was just weird, like altogether. Very strange. So that day like passed and a couple weeks passed 
to a couple months and then I was reinvited over to his house where my brother was, my other little brother was, um, and you know, we just spent time talking. It was just me and my brothers most of the time and I it's so I've blocked it out so bad that I can't remember vivid moments. I can't, I can't. But I know that I didn't feel good in that moment and I felt weird and I was scared and I didn't want to be there. And uh, after that, I think him and his girlfriend broke up or something, and he was out of my life for a while. And then I started cheering when I was about 16, and he popped back into my life. And I was so excited because I was like, okay, I'm going to let the past go, and I'm just going to refocus. Okay, things happen. You know, days pass quick. I'm just going to let it go. So I let it all go, and then I had my very first ever cheer performance. I was super excited because first of all, if you knew me, you knew that I hate cheerleaders and I hate cheering. And I thought that was such a dumb activity to do. And here I am. (laughs) I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. That's how it kind of always happens. But I was excited because this is the first thing I've ever, I've done. And it was at a school. It was just a little like half time performance at a, um, at like a game or something. Actually, I think it was an intro. I can't even remember. <laughs> I think it was before the game even started. Nobody was even there. But anyway, I had invited him. I texted him. I said, hey, I'd be, you know, it'd be awesome if he would show up to my, you know, first performance. And he texted me. He's like, I wouldn't miss it for the world, right? I'll be there. I said, here's the time. Here's the date. Here's the location. You know, and I was going through the motions of that. And I, was nervous because it was my first performance. Uh, I was already like, my stomach was hurting and like all of these things already. So I kept looking up at the stands because we were like kind of shoved in a corner behind the bleachers. And I was looking up at the stands. Nobody, nobody like my parents, my mom wasn't even there. I don't know why I said parents. My mom wasn't there. My grandma wasn't there. Like nobody was there that day. It was very a hurtful day altogether, but nobody was there that day. And, uh, <laughs> I kept looking, I kept looking, and I kept looking. And then I was like, you know what? You know, people take their time. You know, pe- people take their time. It's fine. So then it was time to go. And I, you know, gave it my all with a smile on my face, as I always did. And then after the performance, I looked out in the crowd, and nobody was there. I, I, I left immediately to the bathroom and started bawling my eyes out. Because I was like, I got let down once again. Not only by my father, but the rest of my family as well. And everyone's excuse was, oh, I didn't know it was today. And uh, he didn't even respond. He didn't respond. He didn't say, I'm sorry, I didn't make it. He didn't say anything, right? He just went on his merry way. I didn't talk to him for months, okay? And uh, from that, that moment on, I realized that I was in this life alone. I was in this life to fight alone, to figure out alone, and um, I couldn't trust anybody couldn't trust people's word. I couldn't trust what they said to me after that point. And I didn't know that that's what I was, you know, cultivating in my mind. I didn't until, you know, I got older and I went through the motions with relationships and friendships and things like that, where I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Right. So not only that moment, but he furthered on trying to contact me, apparently, through, um, you know, calling me, which never got a phone call, uh, 
texting me, never got a text message. And then I got a written letter one year uh, for Christmas, everyone. Um, and it said, sorry, I'm the Grinch this year. Um, I'm just, you know, not in a good headspace. And, you know, at that time, I didn't know what mental health was. I just knew that you were a father and you should be one. You know what I mean? That's all I, I envisioned. I didn't envision, oh shit, people struggle. You know, even parents struggle with mental health. I didn't know at that time, guys. I was a fucking child. So I resented it a lot. And I resented that letter. And I still have that letter today. And um, it's in a scrapbook. How sad. How fucking sad is I put all of the memories that I can cultivate from a from my father in a fucking scrapbook. Oh my God. Anyway, I used to do that with a lot of memories. I used to do that with relationship memories. I still have them today. Of course, not with me currently, but I have them stowed away at my mom's somewhere. But uh, I don't know. I just, I, I held so much resentment. And, you know, to this day, I, I still have a little bit. I'm still working through it and I'm forgiving a lot of things in life because I'm an adult now. Like I'm, I'm indifferent about how I felt back then, but it, it caused me to become a very angry child. I was very angry. Um, to the point where I was trying to tell people I was so upset and something was wrong. And the only way that I could, could tell people how I felt was what I saw, you know, like my parents or my mom and whoever was in my life, they always argued and yelled at each other. So I thought that's how you communicate. I'm not kidding. I legitimately thought that's how you communicate. So that's how I communicated my feelings towards everything. My mom would bring up my dad occasionally and I would like, I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. And this one time, I even remember, I vividly posted on Instagram, or not Instagram, God, it wasn't existent then, uh, Facebook, and I just bashed my father. Do I, do I regret that? Yes, I was a fucking child, and I can't believe I did that. But I bashed my father on Facebook. It's just because I was so hurt, and I had nobody to, like, no one understood what I was going through that was surrounded by me. No one did. No one understood my pains and why I was so angry. I was aggressive. I'd punch things. I would throw things. I would yell and scream because I, that's what I saw growing up. So I legitimately didn't know. And then it stemmed not only, you know, I know this is just a little backstory of my daddy issues and where it started, but it also cultivated from having those issues, it cultivated a ton more stuff, ton more stuff. Okay, so I had dealt with, I guess, anger issues because my family had embedded that in my head because I, w- I didn't know how to, you know, talk my feelings out properly that I was told I needed medication. Like my sister used to tell me this. My mom used to throw this. Like, you are fucking crazy. Literally, these are word for word. You're fucking crazy. You need medication. Instead of, hey, I'm so sorry you're hurting, you know, because we all we grew up like me and my sister grew up with different dads. Her dad wasn't really in her life either, so she didn't know how to communicate. My mom grew up without a father. It kind of ran in the family of not knowing how to communicate properly or understand people's feelings, okay? So everyone was just rude to each other. Like, figure your shit out. You know what I mean? Like, it it wasn't a caring household. It wasn't a comforting household. I grew up very, very hurt, not knowing where to put it, you know? And uh, so it stemmed from that. I let it. Um, escalate because I didn't have anyone telling me different. I didn't have anybody saying, Hey, listen, he isn't in your life anymore, but that's okay. You have to understand that's okay. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to be angry about it. You know, I had to figure it out going through relationships. 
like romantic relationships with people. I had to figure it out that that's what I was struggling with the most. But, uh, sorry, I chit chatted about this a lot. Um, and I, I, I literally just skimmed the top of everything, honestly, with this, this is just the, the intro to it all. I want to dive deeper into, um, daddy issues and relationships, um, because that is something that is huge in my life and I've struggled with it, um, until, you know, current day, because, I didn't know that's what I was facing and what I was going through and and I was taking it out on other people and I was expecting way too much from from my relationships and I was expecting marriage so quick and and children and and you know and I held this standard towards the guys I was with to an unhealthy standard and I really want to chat about that in in episode 2 for sure though but this was the intro to it and if you guys if you're listening to this and you you can relate to you know something with issues of your father um i'm I, I don't really know how to intro okay if you're dealing with any of this just please understand that uh you you don't get to live that anymore okay what happened to you in the past happened in the past and in order for you to get better And in order for you to see the light at the end of the tunnel, you have to accept what happened and move on. And it's hard to, and it's not an overnight thing. It is a year to seven, 20 year thing that you're going to have to face, but you have to know that that's what you're facing. Okay. I'm still facing it and I'm 27 years old. Okay. So I'm, I'm dealing with it and I'm trying to figure it out. And I didn't have anyone to talk to. So if you, if you want to talk, I'm here for you and I'm very open-minded and I will never judge a single thing anyone has went through at all, actually. I'm very understanding of so much shit. So if you need someone to chat and just kind of vent to, I'm always here. Just contact me, you know, on social media, Carissa Marie on Instagram. You can even message on whatever uh, platform you're listening to right now uh it's it's important to notice these things because you deserve the love that you didn't get okay and you don't get to you don't get to go through this life thinking that you don't you're not worthy of it okay just because someone wasn't in your life your existence like your whole existence you you you, oh my god you're so worthy of love but the right love okay and we're gonna get to that point together i i just know we will Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to Friday's episode and uh, I hope you guys have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode of Finding Your Mind.